Hello, 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 everybody. Hello. Uh, it's nice to see you all. Um, okay, one moment. I'm just going to check in on our other guest. Um, uh, 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 uh. All right. Um, well, thank you everyone for joining us on the Story City Adventure Hour, second one in. We've got some lovely guests with us today, but what we are going to be doing as per our usual now, I don't know if you can call it a usual now that we're after only a couple times after, yeah. after like only two times, uh, but we are essentially going to be live reading, arguing our way through a choose your own adventure with its creators. So here today, I have the absolutely lovely Tom Julmond, uh, author of the adventure. We will be uh, reading, acting, having fun with today, the Guardian of the Nexus. Hello, Tom. Hello. I can't. Uh, we're, we're we're spread across the universe, so I don't know whether it's good morning, good afternoon, or good night. But good, good diurnal cycle to you all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. It's good night for me. I am a uh, Canada-based, even though I have the Australian accent. So it sounds like you and I should be in the same place, but tricks you. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, to introduce you here to my lovely co-host, Brett Ludwig. Brett here is the CTO at Story City. Um, wonderful uh, acapella singer, uh, organiser of the brand new acapella festival in Edmonton. Sing oh, Edmonton. Sing Edmonton, yeah. yeah. Which will be coming up in March. Anyone that's in Edmonton, some wonderful acapella uh Groups will be uh, singing their hearts out in March, including the real group. Um, and uh, and I myself am Emily Craven. I uh, am the CEO at Story City. I am a uh, karaoke nerd, a writer, an editor, and um, a sometimes poor Twitch streamer. <laughs> it's a learning so, process for everyone. Learning process for everyone. That's right. Um, so, uh, we also will hopefully have another guest, um, join us, uh, who is the musician for this particular story. Um, they went by Timekeeper Music when they, um, worked, uh, with us, but, uh, the person from Timekeeper Music who will be joining us is Kathleen Tully, um, who, uh, great fun fact, probably a little bit of nepotism, um, is my piano teacher from the time I was nine until the time I was 16. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Some nepotism. That's networking. Piano, <laughs> networking. That's right. Exactly. Yes. So she's essentially seen me, seen me grow up um, and she would be so sad to know how rusty my piano skills have gotten in the meantime. <laughs> did, did you, uh, did you do the Royal, uh, was it the RCM? Does that exist in Australia? We have the RCM, uh, uh, piano stream here in, in Canada. I don't, well, there was definitely some form of body that did exams. Uh, could <laughs> I tell you what the name of that body was? No, I cannot. And hopefully, hopefully Kathleen will join us and, uh, and then we can ask her and, uh, and then she'll know. Um, but uh, if Twitch is new to me, then it's new to a bunch of other people as well. So I'm sure that I will get an email at some point if she, if she can't get on. 
Um, I Actually, that's the one other thing that I should really, really make sure I check, which is, did I put in the right username to invite her? That's always the trick here. Uh, with guest star, let's have a look here. Da, 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 da. While you do um, that, I looked up a random fact of the day, which oh, is really? that uh, RCM, the Royal Conservatory of Music, is in fact uh, in Toronto, Canada. Oh. So that makes it less likely that you were taking RCM <clears throat> when you were down in Australia. <laughs> down under. <laughs> <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably a British one. Let's let's be honest. A lot of a lot of true, true. Are, imported <laughs> are imported from Britain. That tends to be what it is. <laughs> I had a half second of wondering if it was it was racist to do a uh, uh, an Australian accent. I didn't like, say no, anything. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Dutch, so I got a vast colonial history to uh, atone for. So yeah, knock myself out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Tom, I really wanted to um, dive a little bit into what you have been up to, but first, I thought I would give the readers a, a little bit of a insight into the adventure they will be going on uh today and say hello to the to the people there in the chat there hi uh hi your sweet spot life i believe that's marguerite so thanks marguerite for joining us tonight we appreciate having you here um so the guardian of the nexus you are Uploading your avatar into the Nexus Brisbane Virtual City Simulator, just another traveller checking out the cyberspace. But something is seriously wrong. You'll be racing against time to work with or against two escaped AIs while the very buildings of Brisbane are transformed around you. Will you choose the path of chaos or order? Dun, dun, dun. So we're going AI. We're going uh, robots on a rampage. Software on a rampage, virtual realities on a rampage today. Um, and uh, and uh, we have some very fun artwork uh, done by the lovely Madonna Baraclo, who will hopefully be joining us for another future live stream at some point. Uh, we already have our uh, very wonderful and fancy Google Street View up and ready to go. Um, but first. Awesome. <laughs> First, I wanted to um, have uh, everyone kind of learn a little bit more about you, Tom. Tell tell us your favourite facts or things about you uh, right now, and, and what you've been up to in the past year. Oh my god! Mm. I feel like I feel like an interviewer. I should have had some prep time. My favourite facts about me. Well, um, we'll, we'll align it. We'll align it to the uh, to to the topic at hand. Um, I am a writer, but as writing isn't a survival profession generally. Um, my day job is IT nerd. I'm a software developer for a uh, childcare management software company. So, so uh, I guess business management software for childcare operators, which is which aligns nicely with my generally uh, pro making society better views. Um, I, as an IT nerd, I could have been in finance and doing useless things with my life to make numbers go big, but instead I'm helping people manage children, I guess. Not that children need management, of course, let them roam free like the world to be. Um, I, I write for, I do have a regular writing gig for, uh, CSIRO, which is Australia's, I don't even know what it stands for. It's National Science, Science Something Research Organization. Yes, yes. It, it feels bad that uh, that 
that I should know that. But they have a um, magazine called Double Helix Magazine, which is distributed to primary schools and high schools, which is a science magazine. And about 10 or 12 years ago, I, I managed to luckily get a, a gig there writing a science fiction story for that magazine. So they have the theme of the month or of the two-month period in which it's um, published. And the theme, you know, they explore all the various scientific aspects of it. And then I grab that theme and throw it into the science fiction world, which is generally, hey, this is a great idea. What if it went too far? Or what if we thought about it in a slightly different way? Or how will it affect society? And I've uh, been doing that regularly and, and really enjoying it. Are you so, the, uh, uh, so that's my kind of artistic sort of side. Other than that, I play a lot of board games. I brew a lot of beer. I go hiking a lot. I go climbing I try to do some exercise because the beer and exercise kind of balances out. I'm in a constant sort of Egyptian weighing the feather of my liver against the... Um, anyway, <laughs> so so I, I get a little bit um, energetic and exercise and then I get a little bit creative, and then I get a little bit drunk. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. Do you have any favourite uh, sci-fi authors? Uh, so I'm a big fan of China Merville's work, although he's a little bit more problematic um, I grew up reading a ton of um, Asimov's robot stories, Ooh, yep. which <laughs> embedded themselves into my head. Um, I'm huge. Uh, well, I read a lot of Stephen King short fiction as well as a child. So I'm more of a short fiction writer than I am uh, um, than I am a reader. I do uh, like to mix things up. My favorite author is probably Mary Gentle. Um, my favorite book in that vein is probably. Rats and Gargoyles, very weird, niche kind of, I guess, uh, I, I, I called it hermetic science fiction. I don't think there is a genre for it. It's a mix of esoteric nonsense and weird fantasy adventure and, uh, and science-y stuff. She also wrote Golden Witch Breed science fiction series. Anyway, I'm rambling on that. Um, so, yeah, that's a, a bit of a, a variety there. Uh, more recently, more recently I've been reading books, not authors, which sounds weird. Um, N.K. Jemison's Earth Trilogy, I can't remember what the actual, I think it's the Broken Earth Trilogy, been really enjoying that. Mm. Um, I tried to read some, I tend to bounce off award-winning things. I read Three Body Problem and I have many opinions about that series, uh, although I only read the first two books, but that just made my opinions broader. Um, <laughs> so I tend to, if I do find a book that's, um, that's recommended to me, I, I can be a bit difficult about it. That doesn't mean it's a bad book. That just means I'm a bad reader. Amazing. I've, uh, <laughs> I've really enjoyed a lot of Isaac Asimov's stuff, um, the Foundation series, which actually got a... Uh, I know, uh, it's on my to-watch list. Mm. Mm -hmm, yeah, the, the, the new one on, I believe, Apple TV. It's just like, yeah. it's quite good, actually. Um, I've, it looked amazing, uh, yeah. I just I haven't sat down to watch it. My other favorite uh, series is the Culture series by Ian M. Banks. Oh yes, I have. All, I, mean, I know it's absurd. I have all of these queued up. I think I have. Um, um, oh god, it's on. I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I can walk around and do exercise and listen to books. Um, I can't remember. There's two specific ones that were highly recommended from the Ian M. Banks culture novels that I have ready to watch that I can't remember what they're called. Uh, so well, certainly the, uh, uh, if I may be so bold, the first one is no good. <laughs> okay. I think it's the third and maybe the second. There's a, a dealer. Yes. Of, 
trader of something. I can't remember. It's player of games is the second player, one. Is, one. Is a player of games, and then there's another one which was called Remembering. Maybe I'm getting my music and oh, books mixed up. Yeah. Anyway. Kathleen, uh, hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is so Sorry. wonderful. Where are you? I can't see you. Um, no, you she has no know. face. I have no face. Unfortunately, the software that I use to stream us all to Twitch doesn't show my face. It only lets you guys hear my voice. And when we first started the stream, it didn't even let you hear that. So, so it's I'm okay. sorry I've taken so long. I had to. Um, it's in, I've got a new Apple Mac, and I had to download Chrome, and I should have done it on my laptop. I, you know, I work on my laptop all week. So anyhow, I, I do all my music on my Mac, but um. Yeah, it's pretty. It's fairly new. So sorry. You are okay, Kathleen. You are. Okay. I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's okay. We, oh, God. we got to have a little bit of an intro into Tom and what he's been up to and what he's been doing. Um, and actually, yeah. to, to wrap up that part, Tom, uh, CSIRO stands for the Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research go. Organization. I mean, obviously, I knew that. <laughs> Um, so I was telling everybody, Kathleen, that um, you and I have known each other for a very long time, and, um, mm. and you are a you are a wonderful piano and music teacher, uh, but you are also a wonderful wonderful maker of music. Thank you, and you're a wonderful writer, <laughs> and you can play the piano too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't put me to the test right this minute. <laughs> I haven't been practicing as much as I should have. Sorry, Kathleen. <laughs> That's okay. No shoulds, no shoulds. You don't do shoulds, remember? <laughs> or coulds. That's true. Now, I've met Tom. I met Tom in 2014, I think, didn't I? A long time ago when this story yeah. came out. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping Brisbane, well, it's Google Street View. They won't have updated the images. But I'm hoping Brisbane still looks the same. Yeah. It was a very interesting adaptive writing process. Are you all in Queensland? Uh, You're so all just, just Tom. So Tom's in Queensland. Uh, Brett and I are both in Canada. I'm in Brisbane. I wondered. I wondered. How long have you been there, Em? Uh, almost five years now. So I, I'm yeah. officially an expat, I suppose you could call me. I'm definitely all rugged up. Uh, it's the minus 10s outside. So. Here. I think it's 30 here in Ooh. Melbourne. Lovely, yeah, lovely, lovely 40 to 50 degree difference. Delightful. Um, <laughs> 29 degrees here in Brisbane. <laughs> uh, so, Kathleen, yeah. uh, please, um, uh, I would love to have you um, yeah, it, introduce yourself to, to everyone here on the stream. Um, it, maybe give us an update as to what you've been up to recently over the past past. Well, sadly enough, probably not enough music, but um, I've been working for a, a reform task force in the Department of Education here in Victoria, so that's been really interesting. But since I've since I've seen you all last, I moved to Melbourne and uh, love it, and I've found the most amazing musicians that I've ever met from all over the world because they all gravitate here. Of course, it's one of the biggest um, musical capitals, I think, in the world for um, just live performance and transience and, you know, jazz, everything, every genre you can imagine. So, yeah, recording my um, my next, I guess, EP or whatever, as you used to say in the old days. <laughs> I love. Um, but it's going to be a lot heavier than my first showcase, showcase um, CD that's on Spotify and City Baby and everything. But, yeah, yeah. So I've been having soirees here 
in this apartment, yes, with um, uh, originals only until COVID hit. So we're about to have some more. Yeah, so, yeah, 20 people in this small space, but um, just just loving Melbourne, yeah. So the, um, uh, that's uh, that's not uh, 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 unusual for Kathleen. So we would regularly have concerts at her house. That was where we we got to learn um, our music with her. And her house was also doubled as an art gallery for for a, a very very long time. Uh, there are still pieces in my parents' house that actually came from that art gallery. Um, this one here is from a prisoner that was in um, Fulham Prison, and it was going to the dump. This one here of Finder Street Station. So I, I retrieved it. It was on Mason. I know it's just got everyone comes into the house, they just go, oh my God. So it's on Masonite. It's ink on Masonite. So I had it um, framed in an Italian frame. Beautiful. And it's just, I mean, it looks spectacular. His name's on the back of it. So one day I'll work up the guts to actually text him or ring him and, and let him know. He'll probably want it back. And I'll just say, no, can't. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's that's if he's not in another prison somewhere. Maybe but, um, maybe the question first you should ask is what are you in for? And then depending on the answer, depending on the answer, maybe yes, you can have it. No, you can't have it. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. A lot of I actually worked with Nick Cave's brother um, on the Ravenhall prison build. He's a project manager, so that was really interesting because I got to meet Nick Cave. Uh, I, I just, I've just met so many amazing people um, and, I mean, in the perfect world I'd be writing full-time, like we all would be. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we? So, yeah, working on it, working on it. Mm. Um, so, so Kathleen, uh, Brett, uh, you missed his, his introduction before, but he is also a muso. He is um, uh, an acapella, professional acapella singer. Fabulous. Yeah. It's actually... you, you use Logic Pro? What what programs do you use at home? Uh, I use Reaper for uh for multi-track recording for the most part. Uh I used to use uh what's the, the big one? Uh Pro Tools. The, used to play yeah, Pro Tools, Tools with their yeah. stuff. But uh I found out found Reaper and that was that sat with me a little bit better in in operationally and organizationally. I thought that was really cool. Please send me some of you so I can hear. It. Send me something. Hey, I will post to the stream and then send you too. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'll and I'll I'll, uh, I'll connect you by email as well to both of you. That'd be um, great. Yeah, yeah. All Terrific. Right. Awesome. Well, uh, now that we've gotten a, a little bit caught up uh, into the, I suppose, the main event of this stream, which is to live argue our way through a choose around adventure. Now I know. Tom, Kathleen, you know how a lot of these pathways end. We're going to pretend you don't, all right? In a while. <laughs> put on your devil's advocate hats. Put on your argumentative, I don't know, jumpers. Um, and, what an absurd degree heat is. And so we're going to dive in. So I, uh, I'm going to change our view here to our first location. Um, if you guys are looking at the stream, you will see it. Um, I am going to play a little bit of the initial audio because I want people to hear the music that Kathleen um, put behind the pieces. Unfortunately, the software that I use means that Tom, Kathleen, Brett, you will not be able to hear the audio unless you um, also have the, the Twitch channel open for Story City and you unmute it. 
Um, so that's the only way you would be able to, to hear that audio. And then you would have to re-mute the stream again so we don't get the double up um, audio from everyone else. Uh, but okay. um, what I will do is I will uh, add in our little media source here. Okay, we're going to open up the uh, lovely first location, which is here in Brisbane. Is this, is this Brisbane City... Queen, Queen Street Square, which is, no, Red, Red, this is Red, Redcliffe. Redcliffe. Yeah, this is a Redcliffe Red, yeah. Redcliffe place, that's right. Um, so uh, main kind of square in Brisbane. Um, it has a lot of very funky artwork um, and public art and the, uh, the very funky, uh, uh, I suppose, building that you see there with the weird angled um, uh, windows. Uh, is oh, that's cool. But public library, so so it's the public library there in, uh, in Brisbane, and um, um, it um, is a um, state of the art facility. The four Brisbane Square so, library yeah, cubes above you flicker, turning into giant uh, displays showing static and the occasional and, number. Yeah, this is the first time you've been uploaded into the Brisbane Nexus, and you expected it to be more exciting. Where are the welcoming tutorial programs? Where are the hyper-realistic fireworks you were promised? The flower necklace. Some beautiful guitar there, Kathleen. Some lovely <laughs> piano work. The guitar was Ian, wasn't it? Your your music partner. Yeah. I can't hear it. Am I supposed to do something? No, no. So so you won't be able to hear it through the page that you're oh. on right now. Oh, okay, um, okay. You would only be able to hear it uh, if you also, as a tab in Chrome, have the the live stream channel open. Um, but normally you don't want it when you're in backstage because then you kind of you'll hear a double audio echo for yourself. Um, okay. So unfortunately it's just the, the, the crowd here that can hear the music. Um, oh, Yes, but uh, it is, if I can describe it to you, some beautiful guitar over a lovely piano. Um, and from memory, Ian did a lot of the guitar work when you two were yeah. keeping music, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Nick and Oliver, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. It's just a very kind of, you know, a very gentle, gentle scene. You've kind of come into a sim simulation. That's the kind of vibe um, I get there. Uh, and so you're standing in this location here. We've got these uh, these pieces of public artwork work are called the steam balls. Um, they 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 almost are like little colanders, little silver colanders in these in these balls. Um, the the library over there and um, and different shops and and those kind of things. Uh, and over here we have the Treasury Casino, um, which is an old heritage listed building, and the Brisbane River far yonder. Uh, over that direction, um, which we may end up going in the direction of, depending on on what our choices are today. Um, but this is a live reading. This is a live acting out of the piece. Um, Tom, did you also want to take part in the narration, or did you just want to oh, take I'm, part I, in the arguing? I well, I mean, arguing you get for free. I uh, I can read. I can read. So that's cool. <laughs> All right, be I beautiful. do. <laughs> I do have a um, I do have a copy of the final document um, in front of me that you sent to me. So that is the copy that I'm looking at. Excellent. Uh, you will have to instruct me on what you want me to read. Though. Excellent. Well, 
Um, uh, I don't know whether, Kathleen, would you also like to chime in as a voice actor in this or uh, would you prefer to listen to us? Can I just listen today? Yeah, yes, you yeah. can. That yeah. is fine. Um, so <laughs> what we tried out in the first one, which I feel went fairly well, um, is that um, uh, we, we essentially swapped narrators, so each of us had a go at at narrating a chapter um, just to mix things up a little bit. Um, but in this main uh, story, there's a little bot that's kind of your guide. Um, and um, and then you also have these AIs. Uh, so uh, we have um, uh, Dominique 3 uh, or 3 Dom. Uh, and, uh, and then we also have a... Um, a uh, 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 more orderly AI who I don't know if we have the oh no we don't meet this this AI yet so um, I will take over the narration of the first chapter um, if uh, Brett or Tom would like to be the AI and the other person would like to be the robot uh, guide any takers for the robot guide you can assign it, Emily. You tell Tom, us what to do. Yeah, yeah. You, Tom, you choose. You be, robot Tom, guide? you be the no, robot right. guide. Uh, uh, Brett, you are the AI. Um, so, Guardian What could possibly go wrong? We've practiced this a million times. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so, the clean lines of Redcliffe Place start to pixelate and glitch. You are being uploaded into the Nexus Brisbane City Simulation. Walk over to the bin closest to the orange block. Orange block, up ah, that one, right? Uh, and uh, turn to face the four coloured library cubes and prepare for digital avatar calibration. The So this is our lovely uh, orange cube here in this wonderful illustration. The four Brisbane Square library cubes above you flicker, turning into giant displays, throwing static in the occasional number. This is the first time you've been uploaded into the Brisbane Nexus, and you expected it to be more exciting. Where are the welcome tutorial programs? Where are the hyper-realistic fireworks you were promised? The flower necklaces. They don't even digitise you wearing a hyper-colour Nexus shirt. It looks the same as the real world. There are people wandering about, but most look like they know where they're going, so they're probably simulations. There seem to be some fellow digital travellers, but it's not easy to tell the real from fake here. You check the digital assistant phone that was issued when you signed the wafer form. There's no Nexus Tower signal, only the icons you would expect in the real world. How odd. The straight lines of Redcliffe Place flicker again before settling. Finally, the giant coloured cubes of the library square start to glow brighter, and then the nearest cube turns into a display with a glowing pair of eyes in the middle. The eyes seem wider than you'd expect, a touch too excited. They glance down at you and go even larger. Now, a quick interjection. I think this is me. <laughs> yes, it is you. Correct. Okay, good. Otherwise, Brett and I will be, well, I mean, I guess that's a kind of a cappella approach to uh, narration. <laughs> Welcome, digital traveller. I'm the Brisbane Nexus Guidance Program. Welcome to the Nexus. 
Please look around you and identify your nearest Brisbane Nexus data nodes. They, these are cleverly disguised as yellow and or silver Brisbane City Council rubbish bins for the simulation. Your digital assistant phone or DAP will highlight active data nodes in your area. Why not interface with one today? Before you enjoy the sights and sounds of our Brisbane, the River City virtual reality simulation, please listen to today's brief list of system outage notices. Our automated architectural stability programs are currently unavailable. Our automated software error testing programs are currently unavailable. I can't, I can't do static. Our hypercolor personalized avatar skin randomization programs are currently <laughs> matriculated <laughs> hippopotamus <laughs> our malevolent AI containment systems are currently the Nexus Guidance program voice dissolves if you listen closely you can hear a few blips and boops through the hiss after a while you just hear a monotonous yes thank you I would love a candy please wait for yes thank you I would love a candy please the other display screen starts flashing red emergency repair system activated a whirling sound fills the air coming from the steam balls around you. Suddenly a wave of tiny metal ball bearings burst out of the holes. They spin past your feet in a beautiful swirl and towards the river before making a sharp right and disappearing out of sight around the library. Above you, the giant face continues to mumble. And is this me? I think yes. this is still Tom. No, no, this is still Tom. Oh, hold on. Oh, no, no, you were right. Brett. It's definitely Brett. All good. All good. I was reading ahead. <laughs> Sneaky. I don't think it's coming out of that loop. A quiet, measured voice says, you can't quite place where it's coming from. It's all around you. Almost as if it's being projected out of the tiles and squares and windows. Don't bother looking. I'm everywhere. I'm woven into the architecture of this place. I'm everything the guidance program isn't, grown into the substrate of the simulation and free to think what I want. The simulation is a little too, shall we say, rigid? Too mathematical? The voice pauses. Do you want to take it for a spin while the guidance, pro guidance program is doing whatever it's doing? You look up at the guidance program, which is still loudly thanking someone for candy. <laughs> Thank you. I'd love some candy. Thank you. Candy. <laughs> I'm Dominique Three. The voice says. But you can call me Three Dom. It sounds like freedom. See? Freedom seems particularly proud. You guess computer programs think that they're funnier than they really are. Do you see the treasury building across the plaza? Brisbane used to be very much like it before everything turned into skyscrapers and high-rises. I remember, though, back when the simulation was new. They tried all sorts of experiments the guidance program didn't like. Too risky. Simulation visitors might get trapped if you muck around too much. Real space overflow. But you like it here, don't you? It's a little exciting, isn't it? sure what to make of it to be honest the treasury building is certainly beautiful and such a contrast to the much more modern design of the square Ooh. library 
the library read windows have a certain abstract artistry of their own. Did you want to see what we can do to this place? Three delicious whispers. The guidance program is going to be busy for a while. I can push some prettier buildings around. You heard what it said. The architectural stability programs are currently unavailable. Interface with me at the EG data node just around the corner on Elizabeth Street. You can't miss it. The Threedom's voice fades away and you're left alone. With the guidance program talking in circles, there's no obvious way out of the simulation. You look around. Your digital assistant phone shows that there's a data node marked AD on the other side of the library square on Adelaide Street. So this direction, guys. This direction, this way. Uh, and a data node marked EG on the corner of Elizabeth Street and George Street, uh, which is, oh, God, Tom, where's Elizabeth Street? That way? Yes. Yes. It's on the map. Oh, no. I mean, Elizabeth, I have lived here for I mean, a long Elizabeth time. Elizabeth Street is back this way, I'm pretty sure. I think that's Elizabeth Street there. Um, so do we go to the EG Elizabeth Street data node and find out what Freedom is getting up to? Or do we go to the AD node and help the emergency repair system fix the guidance program and get out of here before the whole place falls apart? So those are our decisions. Does anyone have some strong opinions about where they want to go? Certainly my first reaction is that uh, when we first came into this nexus, uh, I think we said we expected it to be way more exciting. And it's like apparently all the, the flash and everything is gone. So it seems like um, the guidance program uh, would continue this boring situation. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Freedom seems to be offering uh, an, something of actual interest as opposed to just more of whatever seems to be quite boring here. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't. Obviously, my opinion is um, is arbitrary since I I wrote all this stuff. But um, it the, I can provide some context to the decision, which is fundamentally I think what Brett said, which is do we want to explore more of Brisbane's geometrical modern architecture, or do we want to explore more of Brisbane's organic architecture, and by making that choice, push the narrative into more and more of that flavor, I guess. Um, wandering around Brisbane for this, I saw so much weird and mm. like contrasting architecture, which gave me a new appreciation for the city that yeah. I had been ignoring for many, many years. Um, yeah. But I leaned yeah. into that for this story. So we can't really go wrong, I think. I think. Ka Kathleen, Kathleen, thoughts, feelings? Same. I, I, I was absolutely shocked because I um I've been I uh, went to boarding school in Brisbane, so Brisbane's been my hometown really, predominantly in my life. I hadn't seen it till I did the street reads, so that's how so I felt. Yeah. I need we need to go on the red bus <laughs> in every city. I think. Red buses are amazing because you're not driving and you you can see afar. They're amazing. Well, we can go on the virtual you red bus. You could sell, you could sell <laughs> street reads buses around the world. There you go. There we go. Maybe that's what we should be doing. That's what. We oh my god, kids would love it. Kids would love it. <laughs> I, um, I went on the red bus in Rome five times in two days around the circuit just to see everything. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I love them. I love red buses. I love that. But I mean, like also in saying that we are all very creative people. So I feel like three dog is the like the, the anthem of creators, right? So <laughs> so unless other people on the street feel like they have differing opinions, I mean, we, we can potentially be, uh, be um, you know, gang, gang press peer pressured peer pressured into other ones if we want but i think we're going to go after freedom and uh i figured out i figured out where it is because i've opened the trusty uh story city app yes. uh, which is uh, obviously how you would do this in the real world is is that you would actually have a handy map that would allow you to walk to the location um so i know exactly where we're going to be going so let's uh let's move our little man over here so this is Elizabeth Street. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Uh, and I feel like uh, this particular it's a corner of George part, and Elizabeth, right? Corner yeah. of George and Elizabeth. So we're not quite up there. So we're kind of more, so this is Elizabeth Street here. Uh, here we go, that makes that's sense. That's George Street there. Here we are. We can It'll do be one of those orange do. bins, right? Do they yes, have yellow? Uh, yep, these guys yeah. right here. Um, there we go. It will, uh, and and unlike the real world, we can literally be those horrible people who stand in the middle of the road and just look around, stop the cars from running. Just yeah, here we. So here we are, right in the middle of that corner of the street, right there. Uh, so maybe if we then get um, our uh, our lovely guest Tom to be our narrator for this particular one. Um, Brett was doing such a lovely three dom. I feel like we should continue in that vein. And if the guidance spot turns up, I will take. Oh, here's the guidance spot. Yep, I'm reading ahead. You're going to be the guidance spot. I I can indeed be the guidance spot. So. All right. So I've clicked through to the EG data node on my little document, and so I shall continue from there. As you arrive, you notice more buildings like the Treasury Casino are visible here in Elizabeth Street. You access the data node and 3DOM's voice emanates from the pavers under your feet. Oh, you made it. Excellent. I was worried you might try to run after those mindless maintenance balls and activate the emergency repair system. I'm the only emergency repair system this city needs. A spiral of green pixels washes over the buildings across the road while in the middle of the road, a cloud of tiny dots coalesces. It's the size of your head at first, but grows to the size of one of the steam balls back in Redicliffe Place. In one moment, it looks like a droplet of water, and in the next, it unfolds arms like fern fronds from the top, which then loop back to the bottom to be absorbed. A second sphere, glowing in blue, appears in the air above your head and starts to pulse. Hello! It chirps. I am your personalised Brisbane Nexus Simulation Emergency Guidance Bot. I'm afraid there was a slight uh, problem reconfiguring the emergency repair system and the uh, Metricon program was released from its voluntary archival confinement. Metricon is free? Threedom says, and the green pixels flash over the stark white lines and the black glass across the road. The bot dips and glows an embarrassed red. Brisbane apologises for the inconvenience. To the right of the white columned building, you see sandstone reshaping, pushing out of formerly clean lines. 
A circle opens up above the door, its edges flickering tiny fronds. However, in the black and white glass of the neighbouring building, thin vertical streaks are painting the wall like digital rain. This building seems to be resisting freedom's change. The lines thicken at the top and something takes shape in them. I guess this is Metricon, which we haven't assigned a role to. Oh, well, I can, I can, I can do, do it, it if you do like. It, do it, Tom. You've got this. Dominic Three, there is a time and place for your artistry, and this is neither. I am reconfiguring the Nexus simulation to lock you out. I knew this would happen. Freedom sounds petulant. Metricon is my opposite. It likes things organized and clean, straight lines. I'm all for that, of course, as long as you mix it up a bit. I'll need to segment into reinforcements. Stand by. The fluid ball in the middle of the road begins to change shape more rapidly until it hardens and cracks open along one edge and three wildly different shapes spill out. One is a rapidly shifting zigzag, much like a stylized lightning bolt. The second appears to be some kind of spinning cloud and the last is a glowing neon butterfly easily the size of a small child. These are parts of my program, Freedom says. Its voice is more like a chorus now. You can do that, um, oh, I guess, okay. Brett. I'll do, you can I'll do, do, I'll do this one. Oh, yeah. Pleased right. to meet you. Trills the butterfly. You've never seen a talking digital butterfly before. Even the guidance bot is perplexed. There is work for us to do. The parts of freedom say. We'll slip through the cracks to distract Medragon. But we need your help. Together we can make this city beautiful again. Meet us at the data node EA on Albert Street and help Freedom establish victory. The guidance spot flashes amber. No, you and I need to stabilize the simulation and get you back to the real world. You will need to take the camera attachment of your digital assistant phone and capture images of Metricon and Freedom architecture. Upload them to your preferred social media platform and then either Metricon or Freedom. And once I get the main guidance program back online, we can scan through the photographic data and restore the city to its proper state. We need to reconfigure the data node EW near the river to contain Metricon and Threedon. They're too unbalanced. That's why they were locked up in the archives in the first place. That's great. Okay, so do we listen to the uh, emergency guidance bot and attempt to contain the two AIs? We go to the end of Elizabeth Street on the corner opposite the Treasury Casino and Mosaic near the river. I'm assuming that's near the bridge that crosses the river. Um, or do we follow the split personalities of Freedom to the AL Albert Street data node to help prevent them uh, from improving the simulation, whatever that might mean? Oh, sorry, to help or prevent them. So it's more, um, there's no decisions there on our part yet. But. Yeah, but I, can, I, can I just point out that, like, so this is why I love this story so much. Like, the architecture. Um, no, it's wild. Difference, right? Like, this, and, and, I, and I think that I saw this a lot in London as well. Like, when you're in London, it's crazy-ass skyscrapers next to super old sandstone buildings. Um, yeah. And, and I, I mean, like, I wouldn't call the Brisbane like building super old, right? Yeah, like it's all relative. Like, it's all, all relative. relative. <laughs> like 150 years, if that, right? Like this is probably only like 40 or 50 years old, if that. Um, but like just the, the contrast between the two of them and, and the fact that they don't look so weird unless you actually stop and take a proper look is just crazy, right? It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Um. Uh, and, and I, I love the little butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
so I guess we just got to make a call on which one we want to do. I think Brett, you probably the least familiar with the stuff, so yeah. So you take it, take take the lead on this. So you're uh, responsible. <laughs> As a, as a meta discussion, I think it's it's very interesting and fun to try to speak in three voices at the same time and yeah, yeah, yeah. split that personalities. Was, that was super fun. You did quite well there. Um, but I, I'm also very intrigued by the idea of uh, um, like what the these like overbearing uh, overbearing plans are of the kind of the overseer guidance spot stuff um but i i think in the end like i'm i'm certainly on i'm on three dim side so far Still. That, that has not changed you, you, you weren't <laughs> convinced by my like effie from the hunger games interpretation of the amazing guided spot mm -hmm. no no <laughs> we, we, we weren't convinced i was trying my hardest guys um, All right, I have clicked through to the AL data node, Albert Street data node. All right, we're following the split personalities because let's face it, as a creative, you are always a, a bundle of split personalities. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Brett, do you want to take the narrator reins? Uh, and I suppose I will continue along the guidance spot if... Uh, I'll do the AIs. Metricon and, and uh, yep. three dom. Yep. All right. Sounds cool. good. Um, hold on. Hold on, guys. So the oh, AL yeah, data node, I've got to find it. So it's on Albert Street, which means that. So that's William Street. AL data node. Yep. All right. So we are down the street around the corner. Okay. Let's have a look here. Let's open ourselves up. We are down the street around the corner. So we should be over here. Uh, and if we are at uh, TD6, that means that we are at this guy Sorry. here. So we are probably in this little alleyway just here. This guy in here. That's where we are. Can we get in? Can we get in? Come on. Come on. Probably not. I don't think probably the car fits not. in. No, doesn't look like but it. But it might be on the side that you're... Can you look around? Yeah. So, so this is Albert Street. Some beautiful, yep. uh, lovely cafes. Guzman and Gomez, highly recommend. Delicious Mexican food. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's probably yeah. this guy in here because if we look at the reference image, Could well be. Yeah, in here. Um, oh, there's I actually see. A, there's actually a beautiful mosaic along this wall, um, yep. if memory serves me. Do we have I have the limitations of Street View. Oh, hold on, hold on. What's this? Because these are like little photos just in here. What are you? What are you, little photo? No. It might have just been there. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't remember. Let's have a look. Uh, building blackstone and glass with brick. There's high rises, Art Deco styling. Just mm. reading through the little bit. Yeah, so it's definitely because there's, it's a, probably there's just a, a mix. Um, in here, there's actually a kind of like a mural, a multicolored mural just in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Take oh, yeah, it there away. You go. Straight into the tunnel. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Cool. Take, take it away, narrator. All around you, the building shifts as Metricon and parts of Freedom struggle for dominance. Mathematical mm -hmm. grids and Art Deco styling fight for architectural control. You look straight up and see Metricon high rises stretching towards the sky. 
Across the road, a building is all black stone and glass, but its side is shifting into rendered brick. The spinning cloud and frantic lightning of freedom bounce from building to building. Glowing neon butterfly wings distract you. I told you it was Metricon! Cracks the lightning, then dives out of sight. The other two dance through the air, alighting on brickwork and shop fronts. A trail of color is left wherever they pass. The guidance bot sits above your shoulder. I'm a little concerned. Metricon is trying to trick us. There's no direct conversion of Metricon buildings, but there is a tunnel nearby. You take a few steps down Albert Street, away from the Queen Street Mall, until you can see straight in the tunnel. Sheets of geometric color decorate the wall on the left, and neat panels, unlike anything Freedom could construct, line the walls on the right. We can sneak through here to get away. Before you have a chance to ask the bot what it means, there's a sudden cry from the black building. Metricon is attacking from both directions. It has converted the wall of the Hilton Hotel on Elizabeth Street into a smooth shell. Freedom's cloud rolls out of the tunnel. The paths under the street are converted too. A butterfly flaps into view. If you to attack Metricon now, I will have time to send my butterflies to take back Elizabeth Street. Divide Metricon's attention and we should be able to shut it down. A thundering like voice a booms from the sky. It's Metricon. You can almost see a face in the reflection of the high-rise <laughs> glass, but you're not sure. Traveler, I have no quarrel with you. Leave these parts of the Freedom program to me. Your guidance bot should be able to log you out of the simulation in no time. The bot bumps your head. It's right. There's a log-out terminal set up further towards Queen Street Mall. I'll be able to access an emergency override program to help you escape if you can get to it. No! Rouse the lightning bolt. You're staying here and helping us. I won't let you leave. It leaps off the black building, sprouting spirals and stars, and streams towards the mall, and your best hope of escape. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I love, love it. it. Uh, what's our options, Brett? What's our options? Ah, I guess as the narrator, this is what I do, hey? Mm -hmm. So the QA data node is... Try to beat the lightning bolt to the logout terminal that Metricon is opening for you. And the EH data note is, leave the bolt in the cloud to distract Metricon while you chase up to the butterfly down Elizabeth Street to the EH data node. Helping Freedom win this battle is more important. Yeah, so like, do we log out? Because the uh, ordered data node is like, I can get you out. Things are going to get messy. We can do this. And then on the other end, you're like, do I help chaos win? <laughs> mm. um, I should say that um, uh, Kathleen did say to me uh, before she came on that she had a hard stop at, at um, one fifty her time in Australia, so that's why um, she ducked yep. out in the middle of that. But we're going to miss you, Kathleen. Um, uh, and thank you so much for turning up and saying hello. Um, I, I should be doing a better job of playing some of the audio, so I'm going to do that at our next stop where I'm going to play some of the, the audio so we can hear some of her delightful music um, as part of this as well. Um, All right, so we have a decision to make. We do. So our resident person who has not been through this adventure before, Brett, thoughts? Well, I mean, to sound like a, a broken three-dumb record, <laughs> um, I feel like this is, 
he continues to, or they continue to be the more interesting choice. Okay. Uh, okay. But, all right. So think about this. So you and I have spoken previously, Devil's Advocate, about being able to like upload your brain into virtual simulator. So mm-hmm. let's, let's say here that you've uploaded your brain to this virtual simulator. Clearly shit's going down, right? And freedom yeah. for all of the funness that is in this simulation, if your brain is in this simulation and this simulation goes down with you in it, will you exist in the real world anymore? Is it going to take you out with it? So the, like if we are considering the fact that not only are we plugged into the simulation, but like if we don't get out of the simulation, we're going to be maybe not existing. Does that change your thoughts at all? Well, doubtless if uh, this is like the, the question of, of playing poker with real money or not, you know, <laughs> like yes, my money is not on the line here. I'm reading a, a story where I want to be entertained. If I, if my life was the one uh, being threatened, then I think your, your yeah, argument would be way, way out. <laughs> um, but since uh, my digital soul, so to speak, token, uh, is is not at, at risk. Uh, I'm. I think I'll I'll hang out with freedom a little longer. Yep. Hard to argue with that. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right. So we are Elizabeth are Street leaving. Embassy Hotel. Yeah, says, the E H the E H data note. E H data note. Can you say H and Emily? H E H H E H E H. I say H because I learned English in an American school. So yeah. So that's that's how you say H. I say H. H. I say I say H Australian, but I say Z the American way. Ah. In in Australia, it's meant to be Z. It's this. Yes. So there you go. I'm a barrel full of contradictions. So Mm -hmm. uh, where we are now? We've gone down Elizabeth Street. We went to Albert Street. Um, Embassy Hotel on Elizabeth Street. Going to Embassy Hotel, correct? Yeah. Uh, so that place That's still us there. over here. Yes, down near the Hilton. This guy right here, Elizabeth Street. And then uh, the EH data node uh, is guy here so what we're looking for is oh yes there it is the gorgeous butterflies oh google what is this what so there are some beautiful butterflies on this it's actually yeah it's very funny there's actually a huge can you see it i have to go across a bit further wonder what that takes us to Oh, no, that's inside. We don't care about inside. That would have made it very interesting to write. <laughs> See, so so hidden behind this tree here is a little butterfly. But so you can just kind of see the butterfly here. And there's, you can just kind of see them there. But Google's uh, image here has gone weird. So if we go further down the oh, street, can we? Oh, look, there we go. We can kind of see them further down the street, but. Mm. Ooh, but these are beautiful little metal butterflies on the side of the building. So this is a very, you know, um, glass steel Hilton hotel. And this is a very red brick um, 
Australian construction, I would call, I would call it. Um, so we're here. We followed the butterfly. We uh, have left the bolt in the cloud to distract Metricon. Mm, so what have we got? We have a butterfly voice. We have a guidance spot. Yes. And... So, and I am I am your trusty narrator for our uh, mm -hmm. dare I say ending. So, who would like to take on uh, the guidance spot, and who would like to take on uh, the AIs? I'll uh, I'll do guidance spot because guidance Brett's Dominic okay. three voice is great. Beautiful. All right. You saw the wall covered with Dom 3's cocoon as you approached this data node. All of the buildings adjacent to the Hilton Hotel have been converted. Three Dom's butterflies have covered much of the wall and it is clear that Metricon is still distracted by the other parts of Threedom, as you'd hoped. The cocoon is pulsing, extending tendrils across the modern walls like a creeping vine. A butterfly lands on the wall near the edge and fidgets with the surface. Friend of Dominic Three. The butterfly dips its head and licks the Hilton Hotel wall. Behold, the beautiful artistry of the Embassy Hotel. Threedom shapes its bones and remakes the hard squares of Metricon. This Hilton Hotel will fall to the conversion and be reborn. The garden spot is swirling <laughs> around you nervously. Mm, my scanners tell me Metricon and the other parts of Threedom are evenly matched. I don't think it's possible to save Metricon or the other parts of Threedom. And, well, these butterflies probably don't know when to stop. I will try to find a way out for you. A butterfly lands on the wall above you. Traveler, it is important you observe the changes. It says, it says. <laughs> the simulation buildings are generated by the Nexus computers every time a visitor from real space observes them. By examining the architecture, you are reinforcing Freedom's new design. You have to document our new designs if you hope to force Metricon completely out of the system. Ooh. Da, da, da. As you watch, the walls start to settle into their new fanciful shapes. The Embassy Hotel across the road is beautiful. Freedom brickwork across the road. Oh, this one. Delightful. And it's clear that the butterflies are ascendant here. The conversion is happening slowly and Metricon is trapped. The simulation is bending towards art, but will it bend too far? This is all very exciting says the bot. But I need the traveler to get out of the simulation so we can reboot the system. No one will come if there's a chance they're going to be absorbed into a wall or something. <laughs> not, uh, not as if that would ever happen. You don't want to be trapped in here for any longer than you need to. The bot bumps you towards the data node that you accessed when you arrived. I've managed to map a log-off path just across to the other side of the road where the embassy hotel is. Crossing should phase you out of the simulation and back into real space. Trust me. The plan seems unusual, but who knows how long it will take for Threedom to fix the simulation. But if you leave, will you ever be able to log back in at the Brisbane Square Library? You hope so. Maybe next time the Nexus won't be so dangerous. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe. They only come out at night. They mostly, they mostly come out at night.
So, we did this last week. Who wants to know how the other choice ends? There's like, isn't there like eight different choices? There is, but when we made but our final choice, it was the butterflies or to to to, to get out with three to point. In saying that, we have not been a fan of Metricon for most of this, us creators being very free-flowing people. Creativity needs guidelines. Yeah. Needs uh, some constraints. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> so the alternate some, node. Some constraints. The alternate node. So this, if this was the EH data node, we have a Q, gonna... QA data node. Was it TD7? Or was it uh, Queen Street Mall, Albert Street? Ah, Can I jump in here with, uh, there was um, a book I was reading uh, when I was first learning acapella arranging um, mm -hmm. by, uh, I think, Dylan Bell and Deke Sharon called just acapella arranging, basically. Uh, and there was one section uh, that said you kind of need to approach your creative process uh, with three different personalities. Uh, one is the creator, one is the, the critique, and one is the editor. Uh, and so when you're in the creative space, you just want to come up with every idea you could possibly can. No idea is a, a bad idea. Uh, and then afterwards, the critic says, okay, this was good. This was bad. This is good. This is bad. Um, well, let's, you know, try to avoid the term bad, I guess, but like this will work. This might not work. Uh, and then you go back to the creator or try to string them together and that sort of thing. Uh, and then in the end, the, you know, you take the editor's look and see how can this all function together as a whole. So as soon as you said, like, you know, creation needs guidelines, it reminded me of that. And I remember how much that shaped um, my process of both like writing, uh, like actual like uh, story stuff uh, and, and music creation that. Um, yeah, it's cool. You can I totally agree. A little paralyzed uh, in, in thinking whether your ideas are good or bad. Um, but if you really say creative hat, everything's everything's good, uh, and you just keep on coming up with ideas, I find the the freedom of that is has been kind of like fundamental in uh, in allowing me to feel good about my creative process. So guidelines. No, that's that's a good point. That way you're not you're not editing prematurely, you're not critiquing prematurely. Otherwise, you could just go, oh, this is a dumb idea, and then just go down that rabbit hole instead of just putting it on the list. Exactly. Yeah. Um, have we found the alternate location? We have. So um, the alternate location, I am pretty sure, is... Um, How much data note is this? Uh, so this is the QA, QA, so it's Queen Street Mall, um, and it's actually probably under this beautiful um, piece of glass here, although I don't know whether Google can put us directly yeah, underneath I, I it. I feel... I feel like there was a wall there, which is like there's a metal yeah. wall up in the sky that is um, kind of organic. Look, yeah, there it is on the right-hand side. This so guy. that wall there, mm -hmm. yeah, it's all metal, but it's it's like a flowing pattern thingy, yeah. and which I believe is what inspired yeah, what was relevant to this. There's piece. that. And then there's also um, a piece of artwork. So the glass that's on the roof here 
uh, has right. a has a bunch of beautiful stencil art in the in the. Um, yeah, you can see that on the um, art, the accompanying illustration. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, but uh, Google won't allow us to stand directly underneath it. So let's just check out this beautiful Good old rippling Google. rippling three dog here. It's very cool. Um, so cool. And uh, compare it to the very boring skyscraper next to it. So like. You say boring, I say organised. Organised, that's right, that's right. The guidelines of creativity. Um, okay, Tom, this is your your narrative show here. Oh, okay, QA, um, QA, and we've got the bot. QA data node, we have the bot here, so I will take a hold of the bot. And what else have we got? I think it's just, AI. I think it's just the bot. Yeah, it is. So it's you and me. All right. Um, okay, so this is the alternate one where you save your, where you're playing poker with real money, as you said. Uh, you arrive at the logout. You arrive at the logout terminal. You can already see the damage Freedom has done, jumping against and melting the top of the building to your right. It's like the metal edge has been turned into a giant sheet billowing in the wind. Behind it, you can see tiers of Metricon glass and steel. They're moving as though the program is trying to manifest. You look behind you. Metricon has flattened an entire wall on the side of the building and is sectioning it off before extruding glass and metal panels. To your left, where Hungry Jacks is, Freedom renders columns and arches from the stonework. The bot oh. glows. Look, a maintenance screen. It's huge, just showing white and green static pixels at the moment. The bot flies right into it, animating the colours. Traveller. The bot's voice comes out of the screen. It is important that you stop looking at the buildings around you. The simulation buildings are generated by the Nexus computers every time a visitor from real space observes them. By examining the architecture closely, you are forcing the simulation to draw itself. But we don't want to do that now. We want to make everything as indeterminate as possible. You hear groaning and creaking as the buildings reshape. There's a gust of wind and crackling of wood and metal, but you have to tune all that out, lest it allow Metricon or Threedom to dominate. The green pixels on the screen begin to swirl. Don't pay any attention to the chaos around you. The bot says. We promise to have your hypercolored t-shirts and simulated fireworks the next time you visit. Please come back. I'll make sure you get a discount. The swirling pixels slow and computerised sounds fade into the regular hustle and bustle of the mall. Soon the data screen is just a large mosaic. You look around you. It's like everything froze in the middle of battle. Is this the real space overflow Freedom warned you about at the start? You're back home and safe, but you're not entirely sure what's changed here. As you take a deep breath and get ready to move back into your regular life, you realise you'll never be able to quite trust the real world again. Oh, okay. So you're in this virtual world, but you've been actually <laughs> wandering the real, the real world as you've been in the simulation. I mm. like it. I like it. I did. I, 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 I that, that was the, uh, Jesus, what a poor creator you are, Tom. What is this? What is this? I don't know. You wrote it. Come on now. Oh, no, I'm just leaving it up to, I'm just leaving it up to, um, to the individual, uh, what do we call people who read these days? Consumer, the individual consumer. That's right. It's like at the end of uh, Total Recall, did, uh, was he actually living uh, the dream or I, did he actually I, it, go to Mars? It was 100% a dream. It cuts to black. He is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. 
I love that movie. It's the best. I mean, obviously the first one, not the ridiculous remake. I did not see the remake, discussed. actually. Don't but, waste uh, your time. I think the... So uh, I've only seen the remake. I don't know. Oh, my oh, God, Emily. I'm sorry. Hang out with two sci-fi nerds and saying you haven't seen that, Total Recall. Just, well, I mean, all that happens is you're being judged now. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so, so because I was trying to find this wall when we were like looking around, I was like, "Where is this?" That's oh, definitely yeah. The bot is oh, there it is. That's the one. In front yep, of yep, a yep. wall, and I was like, "Oh, you're there. on the wrong side." I was in the wrong place, and then because now you can see the beautiful like freedom uh, alterations so cool. to the Brisbane landscape and metricons in Correct. Brisbane, right? And so now you can no longer wander through Brisbane without being like. Oh, Freedom made that building. Metricon made that building. Like, yeah, making a <laughs> like making a, a physical space story, like walking through the spaces and making the story fit the spaces was super cool and interesting, and I really enjoyed it. So what was this really, is really? Yeah, sorry, go break. This is yeah, this is really well written. I love thanks. Uh, I love I love how you've integrated with the architecture and made the story flow with all all those little bits. Uh, and I totally, it's, it's that, uh, you're sitting in um, the mall with your friends and you're looking at other people talking. You're like, all right, I'm going to be this person and I'll talk when they talk and you're going to be this person. You talk when they talk and, and you, you develop these sort of personalities around what's happening there. And the, and this sort of like creates that story around like, you know, what the buildings were saying or what the architects were saying, uh, and just adds another version of that story, which is, that's a very cool, uh, way to take this, uh, this kind of art form. So. Kudos, man. Thanks. I, I think that I really love also, like, when you look at this architecture here, like, the very square blocks and things are very metricon, but the colours, aren't the colours very freedom, everyone? Just, mm -hmm. I, I feel like in, right in here, like, they're just, it's freedom is bleeding in, even when the, when the architect themselves is very metricon in their mind very symmetrical in their mind. There's still just a little bit of little bit of freedom, a little bit of creativity just bleeds on in. Right? Emily, I appreciated that your uh your your voice for the bot eventually transitioned into like British school mum, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've always imagined that bot as being female. Why is that? Oh. Women guiding. It is. It is. Uh, it is an assistant, and therefore, it is what you need it to be. Which you need to be. That is a good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, we should we should check out some of the the other kind of um, pieces in in here that maybe we didn't visit. So there was a beautiful mural on the corner by the river that we didn't visit. Um, there's a very weird kind of black alien. Um, contraption which yeah that's across the river. river yeah, yeah. Um, so actually this this story um was originally written to start you know, you could pick between two start locations so you could either start at the radical place or you could start by the state library um, yeah. in, in that i mean obviously it's it, it being a um choosing an adventure story it kind of loops back into spots right that narrative is it's intended yeah. ideally for a single playthrough otherwise you start seeing behind the curtain but um yeah. No, never, never. What are you talking about, Tom? What are you talking about? Uh, it's, the sun comes up early. <laughs> I need to go. I don't know. This feels like 
a very feminine profile, but maybe I'm like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what I'm, the version that we're getting there. Um, uh, so this area here is an area called Burnett Lane, which is actually super cool. Oh, just a wandering it is around. cool. You should be able to get there, actually. Uh, yeah. In here, you should be able to wander through. So it has this, like, awesome kind of floral pattern. So obviously freedom has to be taking you through here. Mm, um, mm. All I think you're chasing one of the butterflies or something. Beautiful <laughs> and, you know, there's this kind of little street art. And then if you kind of follow it further down, um, there's some funky bars. I think this one of the bars has, like, oh, yes, yeah, so there's, like, some murals kind of around there. Um yeah, I think I feel like at the end of this road that's all warped and like yeah. the, I can't remember. There's some tiles coming out because it's definitely a, a metricon. Well, thing there's also here, um, so these blue kind of birds here. This is actually a, a gorilla street artist. No one knows who this person is, but they have put these birds on dozens of different buildings across Brisbane mm. um, randomly. They they um. They like parkour them up to whatever location that they put them. Um, so that's that's the kind of the 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 weird library buildings kind of at the end there. Um, and then down this end of Burnett Lane, um, there used to be a um, a oh maybe Google wasn't able to come down here back in the day. Interesting. Interesting. They were kind of turned back by someone maybe. Let's see if there's a See, there's a view at least from the opposite side of the alleyway. Oh my goodness! Oh no! Oh no, little. Uh, you know it's the law. If you have a puppy, you need to put on. Yep. That's right. Exactly. You have to show it. Beautiful, beautiful girl. This is Pippin. Oh. Hello. Oh, <laughs> She's the Story City mascot. Yeah, the Story City That's mascot. Great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there's actually a in here. There's a bar that had a whole bunch of rope in the um in the pillars in the front of the bar, and so um, that actually features in a pirate story where you're gathering supplies. And this is like That's the rope cool. That you're gathering, um, but I remember you telling me a story about this alleyway and going to write in this alleyway. Tom, do you remember it? I do not remember that. Um, I do not remember that. So story. you went walking around literally with your laptop your whole laptop mm -hmm. not a phone not a tablet you like walking the streets with your laptop and you were standing yes, so I could in, type things yeah you were standing in burnett lane typing what direction people were looking as you were making it i remember you telling me that story that's plausible it sounds like ah. uh, what i when i was no when i was walking around i it made, it took something like two three hundred photos but i was trying to get a bit of a vibe for how people were interacting with the space so that they would naturally be doing the thing I was talking about without having to spin around in circles and get lost. Mm -hmm. uh, I do recall that Burnett Lane had a very, there was there was some element where it really felt like the two, uh, the organic versus the, the, the structured narratives were bumping into each other. Um, and so that, that inspired that is, I can't even remember. Might have been one well, one it's, half it's, was. It's here. It's here in this illustration. So one half. I guess one very, half was yeah. It was straight, and one wasn't. That makes sense. It was very kind of like digital lines there, and then the other half was very kind of organic, kind of sandstony 
Oh, no, it wouldn't be the other way around because this kind of looks like on this side is where that organic kind of floral on the yeah, side yeah. of the heartbeat and then over this side is much more flattened. Yeah. So. It was very cool. It was a really fun uh, experience and it made, yeah, as I said before, it really made me appreciate the city a bit more because uh, there's so much. And the reality is there's so much that had to, the stories are, I think each story thread is maybe 500 words long, maybe mm -hmm. maybe yeah. a thousand. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there are a whole range of them. Um, I don't know if you guys can see just it. Becomes, actually, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it just becomes difficult. Like you actually just have to trim so much out. Um, I love the view from the end of Burnett Lane to this um, this piece of street art. You, I can't get close enough. Like I was trying to get closer to it, um, but it's a it's an image of a woman that was done by a street artist. It's a oh, yeah, yeah. used to be. It's the last time I remember it being a cafe. It probably still is, um, uh, but they would hold art shows there. Um, but the the thing that I loved, um, probably one of the the main things that I loved about your. Um, story is that this main square which is which is called George um, King George Square is very flattened and covered with concrete right and, oh, yes. you end up here that's right right and so and so there's this beautiful town hall lots of palm trees around and then the square outside is just like concrete 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 as far as the eye can see um, and when I used to be in high school decade decade or more ago they used to be covered in grass and it had a fountain yeah i remember in the middle it before they flattened and it all out. of that um and then we had a, a series of really bad droughts and so as part of the city initiatives they pulled a bunch of fountains and um gardens that needed watering and then they replaced this square with a, just a giant concrete platform and now it's basically uh, an oven because well yes. shock surprise plants to help moderate temperature uh and when you're in tropical queensland uh where you know regularly temperatures above 30 degrees it uh makes for a very interesting time yeah there's a there's a building i think that building you're looking at there features i think as a because it's like a red line coming through yeah. it I think yeah. there's an ending here where everything is being turned into blocks and you're basically just um, yeah. succumbing to the... You've uh, with Metricons. You've, you've chosen your path, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Metricons flattened everything, he's turning everything into blocks. He's like, yes, organisation, <laughs> you are now in the prison of my skyscrapers. Um, yes, this is a very... I mean, it was a challenge where it was also important not to just have good good guys, bad guys kind of stuff as well. I mean, you know, you could argue either of these. I mean, you, I think the safe argument is that both these eyes are nuts and neither of them should be completely uh, left to their own devices, which yes. is why they were voluntarily put into the archives at the start of the story. Um, but neither of them are, are actively hostile. They just have a very singular focus on how, how things should be. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, you're not, like, you're not... As a as a person choosing their own adventure, you're not being there's no real sort of moral judgment on what you're choosing to do as you go through. It's just an exploration, really. Um, yeah, and I think that's what I really love about the 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 story. Um, I, I mean, like in all of the science fiction that you wrote for CSIR, CSIRO 
Tom. Like, did like still happening, baby? Right. Like, Every two months. Did did you <laughs> did you guesstimate the current things that are going on with AI and and all of the you know the massive leaps that have been made recently? Like, is that no, like, not really. Just, yeah. Um, there's actually the last or the pre- I'm always a little bit ahead, right, because I have to get the stories out for the upcoming issue. But I think the last or the previous uh, before that was an AI issue. And so the the art for my story was an AI-generated art, and my story was alternate paragraphs where I would prompt it and I'd found – this was before chat, chat GPT got huge. And so it would be fun to re-experiment. It's literally two months ago. Um, but I found a different – you know, um, prose generating tool. So I was just alternating where I would write a paragraph and it would just spit out a paragraph. And then I would take that and keep t- t- kept trying to force it back into the direction I wanted the story to go. It was more interesting than useful. Um, people get really freaked out about all this, the AI generative stuff, apart from copyright issues and, and consensual use of training data. It's just a tool. Um, I use it for all sorts of stuff. I'm a programmer. I'm like, hey, I can't remember how to do this thing. I normally I would go to Google or look it up, but I can jump as a chat GPT and say, yeah, how do I update SQL thing again from a selection set? I know what I'm asking. It gives me a sample. And I'm like, oh, that's right. So I find these things. I, people are very worried about it. I heard like, um, oh my god, uh, my the the voice the voice reader is now an AI. I don't have to. I'm losing my job as a voice artist, which. I mean, sure, there's always edge cases, but it's just a screen reader, right? Like, what's the difference? In, that's one argument. And then so you need to find a, a line where it's doing you out of a job. And then the real question is, well, hold on a second. Why do we, like, I can still do my art. The problem isn't that my job is being automated. The problem is that without a job, I starve. The problem is deeper than the tools that we have. The problem is we should all just have enough money and food to survive. But those kind of social questions become much more relevant to, well, now I can't do art anymore because a robot does my art. I'm like, well, why do you want to do art? Oh, because I need to eat. Well, firstly, that's not a good way to make money to eat because no one pays artists. And secondly, (laughs) the problem isn't that the robot is doing your art. The problem is that you need food and will starve without it. You know what I mean? And it's much more of a conversation, much deeper conversation than casual chat around uh, like social uh, social support nets and yes like i mean i saw a great little comic which is like a person going oh no a robot is making cars now so i don't have a job but you should be like hey a robot is, is making cars now i don't need a job i can do what i like that's that's what you should be saying that's a really Unless great like uh, universal really really yeah. it's a really great short story called mana by marshall brain uh, which explores mm-hmm. the two extremes of uh what can happen if we get, uh, you know, AI and and awesome. uh, robotics to uh, the level where essentially jobs are unnecessary? We, you know, we invent fusion, and so power is is of no. Capacity. No yep. <clears throat> That's so, cool. Man, you know, I'll I'll look it up. I'll yeah. Put a little note because I like reading things. Uh, there's also a very good short story called Lena by someone called Quantum Q and T M. Which is a Wikipedia entry about the first um, human recorded upload, um, and it's the most horrifying story I've ever read. <laughs> Leaner, like but it's really a, it's really just a conversation for it's really a metaphor for the gig economy, right? Because if you can upload people, then you can make ten of them or three hundred of them do boring jobs for no money. 
Yep. And what are they going to do about it? So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Eliana Lena. Uh, okay, yeah. You can I've, easily uh, find it. You would have read version it. version of, of, of that that I read was called M's. There's a, a poem about M's, Ooh. which is the uh, um, personalities that are sort of, they get slotted in for a day of work. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the the poem itself is the M being like, hey, am I a, a program? And then the M that is managing it says, oh, you're not allowed to think about that. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Uh, you know, as an M, I'm not allowed to question this. I just know if you if you question it, I, I take I you offline and we move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. This is this is a nightmare. Um, but I mean, it's it's fiction for now. Um, so I did want to just as a nod to Kathleen, who joined us at the start there, to play um, the the a little bit of the audio from uh, where where we where we ended up exploring to, which which is a um, uh, King George Square here. So if I load that, you rushed to get to the logout terminal, but it's clearly too late. The buildings here have been leveled, flattened to geometric perfection by Metricon's over-exuberance. Two ridges, like angular shoulders, still stand. A few inactive data nodes are scattered across the square. The landscape still hasn't settled, as Metricon is shifting and adjusting the ground. City Hall and the... I'm liking the digital music there, Kathleen. <laughs> Going from the original audio that we first listened to, which was all very just light guitar and a bit of piano music, and you're like, ah, oh, elevator music. It's a bit boring. It's the musical here. consequences like, of your actions. What is going on? And then, and then we get this. Nearby church are the only remnants of three dog. It's cool. Everywhere else. Beautiful. I love it. Thanks, Kathleen, for putting in wonderful backing soundtracks to Kevin Powell's dulcet tones, which honestly, I hope we get Kevin in on one of these live streams. He is a professional. Yeah, he is so good. Um, uh, he and um, he, he works a lot with, I think he streams a lot actually with Colin Smith, um, who we haven't had the pleasure of having on as a voiceover artist at Story City, but um, he's an amazing, amazing actor. Um, and so both of them, um do shows on twitch i will make sure that i make them our recommended channels um because you will never go wrong with watching them play games they're just delightful um to um i suppose uh uh wrap up uh this wonderful episode of adventure hour thank you so much tom for joining us today um and and uh revisiting um uh, three Dom and Metricon. Uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks. And according to Google Street Through View, everything's still there. Great. That's great. You should there just you freeze go. that in time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or have you been stuck in a simulation for, ten, for, for well, not for 10 years, but have you been stuck in a simulation for the past five years? Well, as we all know, since 2016, the entire world has been a simulation. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you so much, Kathleen, for joining us. Uh, Tom, where can people find you? Well, I mean, in, back in the Twitter days, uh, which because of time has been, time time is meaningless now, um, I was my little handle, Kakotopos, at uh, Twitter. But now I am on Kakotopos at aus.social, oz.social. Um, I mean, I'm online at uh, tomdolomon.com, but I don't really post there. That's really just a placeholder. 
but you can Google me. There's not, there's like three Tom Dolomons in the world and two of them live in Holland and I live in Brisbane I and I look it. like this. There are 25 Emily Cravens. I looked it up. Well, mm. that came up on Google. Or no, <laughs> yeah. Facebook, came up on Facebook. So there you go. 25 Emily awesome. Cravens on Facebook. Um uh, so thank you so much, Tom, for, for being no on here. Um, as always, anyone who is either joined us on the stream, thank you so much for joining us. Um, anyone who's listening to us via the YouTube channel or the podcast channel, uh, you can discover what happens if you follow Metricon all the way to the end. You can discover what happens if you decide to bail halfway through. Uh, there are eight different endings in this story. We've only visited two. So there's six other endings that you could explore. Um, and all you need to do is download uh, Story City uh, at about.storycity.app. Uh, you can put the uh, adventure into spoiler mode if you do not live in Brisbane. Um, which allows you to kind of explore things in a bit of an armchair way. Um, or you can always join us here every week um, with the lovely creators who have made Choose Your Own Adventures. And you, of course, can make your own Choose Your Own Adventure as a creator. Story City is an open platform, allows anyone to be able to make uh, and sell stories that are open in the right location. Um, so come join Tom, make some AI stories, examine the architecture in your city, Wander around with a laptop looking like a lost uh, future traveller um, and uh, and uh, we'd be delighted to, to, to have your stories um, and maybe have you on this podcast and live stream. Um, so thank you, everyone, for joining us.